0: I do fully acknowledge, like she just is an excellent writer in terms of like melody and stuff that people will remember. Like she has mastered yeah, it; it's crazy. Like
1: little earworm shit. Yeah,
0: yeah like it's it's very impressive. I'm always like,
1: I knew you were trouble. When <laughs> yeah, you're dude. Talking.
0: She has a few on the newest album that I that Lavender Hayes song. Have you heard that?
1: I don't. I don't probably. Dude, if it's on the radio, I probably heard it. I fuck really hard with that song. <laughs>
0: Oh write um, that down. I don't really like I like the anti-hero one. That's like the really famous one right now, but I the lyrics no idea. to that one.
1: I had no idea that was Taylor Swift. Oh yeah, that's
0: her. Mm-hmm.
1: That song's like I know what you mean. It's like fuck the song rips, and then you hear like, what did the fuck did you just say? Yeah,
0: she calls everybody a sexy baby at one point. Like she literally says, like, everybody down there's just a sexy baby. And I'm a monster on the hill. And I'm like, Taylor, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, (laughs) what what does that even mean? (laughs)
1: and welcome back to rough draft research We're here with some gurus including myself Ooh. in the guru chair everybody. let's go yes our our fearless leader Daniel has brought in new life to this world and he is uh, congratulations to him Woo. a cat in the building the new part of the uh, the family and the RDR family at that so welcome. Yeah avery we go avery that's what it avery, was avery yep I, I forgot to ask him she'll be doing spreadsheets by the age of three if, it's, <laughs> if, if i'm gonna guess right <laughs>
0: yeah be surprised if she wasn't
1: right <laughs> i know i gotta spend some time over there at his place between teaching his son how to do tire drills and avery how to do <laughs> some stats we're gonna have a full-on buckeye family
0: she's just gonna be the agent while he's in the nfl
1: that's oh perfect (laughs) love it love it all right on, man. how you doing christian just us two
0: yeah it's weird i don't think we've ever
1: i don't think we've done so now
0: i think it would be the only combination left would just be me and dan right like that's the only one and then we've done it all yeah other than that pretty good you know can't complain (laughs) yeah fuck yeah ready for the senior bowl
1: Yes, and that's what we'll be talking about, but before we get into the Senior Bowl, we got a little bit of headline news, We're talking a little uh, head coaching hirings, and uh, I mean, I am in the guru chair, but I'm going to throw it over to Christian, and uh, we'll talk maybe D'Amico Ryans. Yeah,
0: so yeah. <laughs> specifically, yeah, D'Amico Ryans hired by the Texans, sorry, didn't mean to step on you there. You're good. Yeah. Um, Obviously, if you listened last week, you heard me say something about there might be a weird issue between Ryan's and the Texans. Guess I don't know where I got that because uh, he said today that it was the easiest decision in the world for him. He wanted to be back home. D'Amico Ryan's had an awesome defense. If he can take over and lead that, they just need to hire a great OC, and yep. they should be, Texans should be kind of set up.
1: Hell yeah. Uh, speaking of OC, let's talk about uh, Kellen Moore gets dropped by yeah. the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, relationship issues with Mike McCarthy, I would guess, or something. Um, But then he almost immediately gets picked up by the Los Angeles Chargers. So how do you feel about that? That's awesome. (laughs) I'm
0: excited. I mean, like, Kellen Moore, I know we're only a few years removed from everybody talking about how Dallas was going to refuse to let Kellen Moore go and, and make him the highest paid OC even when they hired up McCarthy. And now he's in L.A. with Justin Herbert. Yeah. That's fantastic. And Josh Palmer,
1: let's not forget that. Like shout out DH. The sky's
0: the limit there, you know. Um it doesn't change the dynamic that much as far as the coaching tree. Uh so I I don't know. I I I like it. I I think it's a great move for LA.
1: I do too, man. It's uh I mean, we're only a year removed from me hoping Kellen Moore was offensive or the head coach of my Minnesota Vikings, you know, I'm happy with the current hire, but you know um, and then lastly literally minutes after D'Amico Ryan is hired Sean Payton gets traded which is a weird thing to say gets traded I believe it was a first round pick the, tw- the the 29th overall pick and uh I don't remember the full trade let me get it for you, you it, it was like
0: three picks um... yeah and
1: then they'd send a trade or a pick back I do believe
0: he was sent for the first round pick in twenty twenty three, a second rounder next year, and a third rounder next year.
1: Gotcha. But Wait, Sean...
0: No, sorry. First, second, and they're sending a third next
1: sending year. Sending a third. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I thought I knew they were sending something back. But yeah, literally minutes after D'Amico Ryan, I believe he Sean Payton wasn't the first choice, but the second choice, and there he is a Denver Bronco.
0: And now there's rumors already popping up that his contract is going to be somewhere between 17 and 20 million dollars a year, oh. which is bananas. I don't get it, man. I, I, I said it last week, or maybe not last week. I've said it on the podcast before. I hope it works. Uh, the Broncos with Russell Wilson are more fun if they're good. Uh, I think Jerry Judy's awesome and have stock in him. So if, if, if Sean Payton and the Broncos work out, That's, I mean, it's good, yeah. but I don't, I mean, the man has won Super Bowl in 2009, less I mean, playoff appearances it. than Mike McCarthy, less playoff wins than Mike McCarthy, a similar overall career record as Mike McCarthy, and yet one guy's always on the height seat, one guy's getting traded for a first to second and paid right. $20 million a year. True. Like, it doesn't make sense to me.
1: He also cheated for that Super Bowl, Bounty Gate hashtag. <laughs> Funny enough, I read an article about when the Vikings lost in two thousand to the New York Giants, forty-one to nothing in the NFC Championship game. Apparently, the Giants were cheating by uh, interrupting signals, and guess who the fucking offensive coordinator was? <laughs> Sean Payton, baby. Just Dude, saying. Sean Payton hates the Vikings. He hates us. He's stolen two <laughs> of the two two yeah. of the happiest days of my life away from me. I know, Gary Anderson. Let's not,
0: you yeah, fucking Gary Anderson. Let me, uh, let me preface that I understand that Sean Payton is a good offensive mind, a great offensive mind, and he makes really good offenses. I just don't understand how he's coasted his whole career on that and is treated like he's gonna save any franchise he shows up to yeah. when, like, Saints weren't even that good lately. Like, I, I don't, I don't know.
1: Yep, I just can't wait to cut that in in two years when he wins the Super Bowl. When they win the Super Bowl, him <laughs> yeah.
0: and Russell Wilson,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> it's gonna be a great day.
1: Hey, at me. least you'll have that Russell Wilson jersey. You know, you yeah, can, it'll fit in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like I'd have to go to that Super Bowl in that jersey.
1: Yeah, I I kind of think you'd have to, <laughs> And then wear like a visor for the Sean yeah. Payton visor. Oh, but uh, sake. anyway, right? Any other coaching news? I don't think anything too nothing too crazy there's some things that happen but well we hit the the main points so let's get into uh senior bowl senior bowl is this weekend looking forward to watching it um we're gonna preview a couple guys and uh we're gonna keep this episode kind of short daniel's out you know we're still gonna have a little fun but uh he is the heart
0: the beating heart of rdr is Dan right. so like it's it's a it's awkward without him kind of functioning and leading everything. So yeah, we got to keep it short before we fuck it all up. Yeah, and derail everything he's built.
1: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> we're trying to hold it together here. Um, so why don't you give it a why don't you start it off, man?
0: Yeah, yeah. So Senior Bowl, obviously, um, super exciting. All these kids get to kind of try to improve their draft stock last minute. And if you guys are doing that, um, I'm going to start with a wide receiver, uh, Nathaniel Dell out of Houston, nicknamed Tank. Um, Tank. Huge preface here. He does have a size problem for the NFL. He's listed at 5'8", 163. Um, Not going to cut it, but the longer we do this podcast, the more I'm starting to not be as scared of specifically undersized wide receivers. Now, 5'8", 163, that's tough. But... He did have 108 catches this year, 1399 yards, and 17 touchdowns. He's higher on PFF's big board for the draft than Jalen Hyatt and Rasheed Rice, for whatever that's worth. I'm kind of a PFF simp a little bit, I guess. <laughs> but like, if you want to call me that, but like, I do. I mean, I don't follow them tooth and nail, but they're a very good judge of like. That's interesting that this guy is ranked above two guys that presumably should be ahead of him. Watch the little film on him and man he is super exciting. Back-to-back 1300-yard seasons. These yeah. subtle like impactful cuts. Like he it looks like he's barely moving but you'll see like defenders just kind of whip around after he makes one cut and he's like creates a lot of extra space for himself specifically in the return game. He's got great vision in the return game and his acceleration is nuts. Like he it looks like he goes from 0 to 60 instantaneously. And I think that's going to be a huge advantage to him, specifically in the return game. And if you can get him the ball into open field, it's going to be awesome. Um, Obviously, the size is a huge issue, but he's created space for himself a lot in college. But he's obviously playing at Houston. It's not like this crazy high school. So if he can come to the Super Bowl or Senior Bowl and kind of with what presumably should be more top-tier talent, and kind of still create that separation, which he's doing in one-on-one drills. I don't know. He could shoot up the boards, and like if a team interesting enough takes him, I I think I'd be interested in him at the very least.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the only thing I saw about him is he's recently got a little bit of hype from the one-on-one drills, Mm -hmm. and you kind of watch that, and you even hear the people holding the phone react Mm -hmm. (laughs) when he makes a cut. And you see those DBs. I mean, they don't even know where they're at. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he creates yards, yards plural of separation. So mm-hmm. it'd be really interesting to see how he looks. Yeah, at and it, and
0: that's how you can overcome that size issue if you can create separation using your legs and and just schooling people on routes. Then size isn't a big of an issue. I mean, obviously it is once you get hit, but right, you burn that bridge when we get there.
1: Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. There you go. <laughs> Um well right on, man. I uh, I'll go into my receiver. I picked Michael Wilson out mm. of Stanford. Yeah. Uh you know, I've always kind of had a type when it comes to receivers, and that's that 6'2-216 range. Um he was labeled as a 44-940. He's a freshman in 2018. He played 12 games, so coming right out of high school, playing 12 games in the Pac-12, I think is something not to be uh forgotten didn't have much production um, goes into his sophomore year plays 12 games you know five touchdowns 672 receiving touchdowns that next year primed for a big year plays in four games goes 19 for 255 and then has a season ending injury so he was I mean it's hard to average out 12 games from four games but mm-hmm. if you did average that out you're looking at over a thousand yards. Clearly the number one receiver on the team. It was a big loss. He comes back in 2021 after an 11-month injury. Doesn't do too much. Comes back for his fifth year, senior year. Plays six games, 24, 27 catches or 421 yards. He's averaged over 15 yards per reception in his career. But then again has another season-ending injury in uh, week eight against... Uh, the Notre Dame fighting Irish, but he did have an elite QB rating when targeted at one thirty five point five, And he, it, throughout his career, besides when he came back from that 11 month injury, he averaged roughly 120 quarterback rating when targeted. Doesn't really have the twitch, but he does have, uh, he has some speed. He's got a, some good top speed. He's got reliable hands. He's got the size He's got the good routes. He's strong off the line. Um, the only problem is all this injury history. I can't find anything about it. It's all undisclosed, mm. which worries me a lot. But he's making moves here in the Senior Bowl. He's looking well. He looks, he looks really good. So I think he could be a reliable receiver, especially because we know some of these teams in the NFL really need receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, um you know you're looking at Bears Chiefs and even though we have elite talent constantly coming in the NFL for some reason there's still a lack of receivers on some teams so i think he could be a, a nice big bodied receiver i don't see him being a number 1 but i think mm-hmm. a lot of teams will pass on him because of injury history so if he looks good in the senior bowl it'll be really interesting to see you know who really believes in him and who who will take him in that like 4 to 7 round area
0: Yeah. And he's getting all kinds of pop. Like you're saying, like if you Google senior bowl, he's like one of the first names that has been popping up lately. Um, so yeah, I'm with you. I, I I see him more as a two, but like twos are really efficient and can really help your fantasy team in certain situations. And like filling your bench with twos is never a bad idea. Yeah.
1: And when you look at his production, man, it's just like, you look at this game, it's like seven receptions in the first half. So, I mean, he's he's a possession guy mm-hmm. with a, in a big body. He won't take the top off, but, you know, you, the NFL is full of all these fast, small guys now. So we need to bring it need back some to these big guys.
0: Drake London's, Michael Pitt and Michael Pittman's, guys like that. Hell yeah. yeah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into some um, running backs. But real quick, I did want to point out um, just Luke Musgraves, tied in out of Oregon yeah. State. Um, obviously got hurt back in September, but was billed as like the top tight end of the country ish, like arguing where you could argue that at the beginning of the year. So this will be the first time we're going to see him since he got hurt. So that's huge. Um, worth keeping an eye on, but obviously there's not a ton to say because he's just been rehabbing. So it's going to be really, if he looks good, um, at the senior bowl, or at least his name's on the roster. Maybe I haven't, maybe I got that all fucked up, but (laughs)
1: well we'll we'll be we'll be looking out for him
0: yeah we'll be trying but let's get into running backs um and I'm gonna go with the kid out of Tulane um it is Tajay Spears um he looks great um the name that's what I read and I listened to an interview and they said Tajay so I hope I'm pronouncing that right um that's what I'm gonna go with for now until further notice (laughs) but um Huge man. Um, he came in at 5'9 204, which is massive because he was listed at 5'9 190, which obviously for somebody like me is going to be a big red flag. Him weighing over 200 pounds is huge for him 229 carries, 1581 yards, and 21 total touchdowns in 2022. Two receiving. Um, he's got great vision, he plays out of the wildcat all the time for Tulane. Um, and just takes it, bangs that hole, and goes through. Um, he makes really decisive cuts as as well as having great vision. And that's like one of my favorite things about him. Is that he just, it's like he immediately looks, scans, knows exactly where he needs to go, makes the one cut he needs to make to get there, and then just makes it happen. And he, he will not be taken down by arm ta- tackles, and he's hard to be taken down in general. Um, I wouldn't say that he's going to like necessarily run anyone over, though. Um, everything I was watching, like he's not going to go down when he gets hit, and he's always going to fight for the extra yards. But it doesn't seem like he's... And this is early on watching, so grain of salt here. But does uh doesn't seem like he's running a lot of people over. And the only other downside is... Um, I wouldn't say his speed's a weakness, but he's not going to blow the doors off anybody. Um, his top-end speed is good but it's not elite. But what I'm really excited about, obviously the the running ability and the vision, but he could be a massive weapon in the receiving game. He only had 22 catches last year, but he had 256 yards on 22 catches. That's over 10 a catch for a running back. And I think it's like if somebody were to use him more, in the receiving game i think he could absolutely feast this kid his one question now is he's out of small school he went to tulane right is this a competition thing is is if he comes to the senior bowl which he's crushing in practice if he comes out and crushes it on saturday i have a feeling this could be the kid that comes out of nowhere and rises up the running back boards and if he goes somewhere where there's a path to the starting running back role, I'm going to be all over this kid because he looks
1: fantastic. Hey, man, you can say, it's is it a competition thing? I'm looking right here at the Tulane-USC game. Uh, 17 carries, 205 yards, four touchdowns. Yep. So uh, <laughs> I'd say and that was a win in the Cotton Bowl over the USC Trojans who was there for a second about to play in the college football playoffs. So I'd say this guy can splash. I think he
0: can. I think he can. Hell yeah, man. If he does it on Saturday, I I really do think you're going to start seeing this name get thrust into the Charbonnet-type area. Nice. Like kind of after Bijan, after Gibbs. Like who is that like third or fourth guy? I think Spears' name could start popping up in arguments about that
1: yeah also like that feels like the time when those those teams that like don't really want to reach for a running back but they kind of need one you know they'll they're they're primed to take a guy like that in the second third round for Mm -hmm. sure uh i also went with a running back out of illinois chase brown i've been on this guy for for two years now ever since we were doing the box score boomers with daniel i Mm kind of fell in love with this guy and um you know, the thing that really bummed me out is throughout his whole career, I've seen him listed from 5'9 to 6 foot, from 200 to 215 pounds. And if I'm not mistaken, I got the uh, Senior Bowl measurements right here coming in at 5'9 a half, two fifteen, 215, which is something I was really happy to see, really happy to see those weight, that weight number um, because, you know, sometimes those 200 guys just don't cut it. Especially Mm -hmm. they don't have the receiving chops, which this guy didn't really have much of in college. So he did start out in Western Michigan, transferred to Illinois, didn't play much his first two years. Started making a bit of a splash in 2020, where he had about a five-yard average. Um, Then... 2021 comes around plays 10 games for th- rushes for 1000 yards on 170 carries and then this past year 2022 rushes for 1600 yards and 10 touchdowns in the Big Eats. 10. So yeah. it's not the easiest of competition. Um you know before I saw these measurements I was like man if he put on some weight he could be a three down back. And here I am 215 man that's almost ideal. Um mm-hmm. So, he didn't, like I said, he didn't really catch the ball that much. He was, he's not necessarily a great blocking back, which I know me and you specifically, like, we love mm-hmm. to see that because that's how you earn playing time oh, by yeah, working okay. your ass off on the field, right? So, unfortunately, maybe that's why he doesn't get as many opportunities in the passing game because maybe he's just not reliable to be out there to pass block. So, why should he be out there catching the ball? But when he does catch the ball, dude, that guy in space is. Insane man! This guy's got tremendous vision, tremendous athleticism. He's a pure runner. He's shifty. He can cut on a dime without losing speed. He's slippery. He just bounces off tackles. It's 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 like he's like a ping pong ball out there, or like not a ping pong ball, but a a pinball. <laughs> Shit, sorry. <Yeah. laughs> uh, but like he and he's truly like a joystick kind of player, man. Like he cuts on a dime. You see guys going the other way. And what I really like about his cuts is it's almost instinctual mm-hmm. where it's, it's not, you know, you get some guys out there that try to, you know, shimmy and do a head fake. It's, it's one step cut and go. Uh, yeah. It's almost like what we wanted Kadarius Tony to do without, you know, blowing out his kneecaps, mm-hmm. obviously not that fast, but he did hit 22.5 miles an hour on the GPS. So it. I don't know. It's weird on film. It doesn't really look like he's got great top speed, but he's got good acceleration, so it doesn't take him long to get there. So I could see him maybe getting chased down by some some DBs in the NFL. But this guy, to me, kind of feels like a slightly slower Jamal Charles, man. And Ooh. he's even bigger, dude. This guy, okay. uh, he's great, man. Low center of gravity, great body control. Uh, I really like him. I hope I'm not hyping him up too much because um, I need him wow. to fall to the second round. And I'm going to need draft. to check him out now. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, like, you know, I need to dive into a little more film. I I'm mainly watching, oh, nice. watch the mostly highlights to just get started. And, you know, we've harped on this for two years. You know, you can't just trust the highlights. You got to see mm-hmm. everything. And that's when you see dudes that can't pass block, motherfucker. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, this that's guy's the, great, man.
0: That's the the issue I had with uh, Dell, like you get like the site i usually use for tape they don't have any for dell you had to do uh just highlights that's all you can do um but no i'm i'm right there with you hopefully uh if somebody can coach him up and he can kind of become that three down guy with the blocking like that'll be really nice
1: (laughs) and and you know if he was listed at 205 and now he's at 215 maybe that's all that he was lacking, you know. He just yeah, felt been. like a smaller guy. So he's done nothing but progress, which means to me he's a hard worker. So mm-hmm. uh, sky's the limit. You heard it. Interesting here first. running
0: back class. <laughs> I'm excited about this running
1: back yeah, class. Yeah, same. So well, I think that's it, man. Yeah. We're, enjoy Kip, the Senior Bowl. <laughs> yeah, enjoy the Senior Bowl. Keep it short and sweet. Uh, we'll be back next week with some with some stuff. Uh, we're not sure. Daniel's kind of out indefinitely, but uh, when he gets back, we'll be happy to have him back. And uh, this is our prime season, baby.
0: Yeah, here we go. Season three is start to, start to beginning soon. Hell yeah, dude. Start to beginning. What a awkward <laughs> way to say that.
1: <laughs> we all know what you meant. I'll cut that out. Nah, nah leave it. <laughs> all right. Later, y'all. Peace.
0: I need to get back and um whoa uh-oh whoa 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 I was gonna say
1: yeah, and check we'll
0: my be... phone what's up oh okay gotcha never mind I thought they were going to drop Joe Mixon I misread that tweet I guess oh. the charges against him will be dropped on Friday the way I read it it was he's being charged in immense misdemeanor and will be dropped on Friday and I was like
1: Whoa! Whoa. like, tell me that after the podcast, because <laughs> I might cry.